Welcome to What's Next Longevity Deal Talk, news you can use about the longevity economy. We have another great edition in store for you, but first, this. Our sponsor in this episode is Magnolia. Here is CEO and co-founder Liz Terullo. Magnolia is a company that provides family caregivers all the tools they need to support their loved ones as they age in community. As more families navigate the transition of aging in place, we know the process can be complex, overwhelming, and very expensive. Magnolia members have access to aging experts to provide personalized guidance, exclusive discounts on relevant services, and a simple platform to manage finances. If you're in the business of caring for older adults, we'd love to hear from you. Write to us at hello at joinmagnolia.com. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with Mary Furlong. Hi, Mary. Hi, Fred. Wow, do we have some inspiring guests with us today and some exciting news about the What's Next Longevity Venture Summit, too. It's coming up really soon, June 14th and 15th at the Claremont in Berkeley, California, it will be a dynamic gathering, and there is still time to sign up at BoomerVentureSummit.com. We have some news from best-selling author Dr. Michael Roizen coming up that you don't want to miss, a big development for ageless innovation, so stay tuned for those. But first, this story, Meals on Wheels America and Home Instead are partnering to combat social isolation among older adults. With us from Meals on Wheels is Chief Government and External Affairs Officer, Erica Deborah Kelly. Hi, Erica. Hi, Fred. Hi, Mary. It's so wonderful to be with you all. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Looking forward to the conversation. And from Home Instead and Honor Company, joining us is Chief Advocacy Officer, Gisela Dolan. Hi, Gisela. Hi, Fred, Mary, Erica. I echo Erica's thanks. We're excited that you're shining a light on this important partnership, and we're delighted to be here today to share more with our audience. And of course, I know that you have had a long-time commitment to mitigating social isolation, and this is really a timely announcement with the Surgeon General just last week declaring that loneliness and social isolation is a national epidemic. Gisela, tell us what Home Instead is doing. As many of you know, Home Instead is providing care to older adults so they can age in place for 30 years. We have locations all over the United States and the globe. And so we've seen firsthand the impact of social isolation on our older population, as well as the impact when you meaningfully connect and spend time with older adults and really see and hear and understand them and help them meet their basic needs like nutrition and transportation and connection. Um, because we are a franchise network, we have 1,200 locations around the globe. Over the years, we've built relationships in community locally with different organizations who are also helping serve and support older adults. And we know we can't possibly serve everyone through our network, but we believe there's ways that we can connect and provide resources for everyone. And so over the years, we've built an amazing organic partnership with Meals on Wheels America. It's an extraordinary organization. I know Erica will share more, um, but we've seen that local impact when we bring community together to um, put our arms around older adults and support them with those connections, nutrition, and so on. And because of that organic 
relationship that we've built over the years and the way we've been able to make impact through our connections with Meals on Wheels, we thought it was time that we really bring this partnership together in a more formalized way and really see how our organizations together can shine an even larger light on the issues of social isolation, the needs of so, so older adults everywhere, um, and not only support things locally like we have, but really take this nationally. And you noted, Mary, the Surgeon General's recent announcement, and we're just, we think it's a, a wonderful opportunity for all of us to come together like we are doing with Meals on Wheels to make a change and to really help um, neighbor to neighbor, older adults um, across our country and really the world. So we're so excited about the opportunity with Erica, you and your team. It's been wonderful so far. Again, we're really building off this great history we've already had over the years locally. And we're just excited to see where we can take it in the coming months and years. So Erica, tell us what this partnership means for Meals on Wheels. And this will really do some good at the local level. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think Gisela really like hit the nail on the head and, and presented it so well, um, why this partnership makes so much sense. Um, I think at the macro level, really uh, right now and with the timing of the Surgeon General's advisory um, in, in shining a light on, on this really uh, this issue that we've known has existed for, for decades and that we have been um, working together in our own communities to, to address. So again, at that macro level, I think it shows that we are, take, we are two leadership organizations working together, answering the call to be a part of um, ending loneliness and social isolation in this country. Um, we're really excited about working together to raise awareness um, about the issues that older adults are facing, to raise funding, to um, bring in more volunteers. And again, it's all about working together to support our aging aging neighbors. And um, it's, it's so much more uh, than, than only helping our older adults, it's really helping our, our communities and our country at large. So I think it just, it really, uh, uh, again, shines a light on how we can be a part of this movement to end social isolation and loneliness. Um, community by community, one meal at a time, one knock at a door, together we can have such tremendous um, impact and really transform lives. So I think that's what that's what we're doing both on the kind of that macro level and the micro level. Erica, it occurs to me that uh, people when they hear the name Meals on Wheels think, okay, they're addressing hunger. Mm -hmm. And you are, but you're doing a whole lot more when it comes to the social isolation, tell us about it. Yeah, well, it's been in the core of, in the design of the program from the very, very beginning. And we have more than five decades of experience um, knocking on the doors, delivering that nourishing meal um, and that uh, friendly visit, that, that conversation with one another. And I think that that is what we hear so often. Yes, exactly what you said, Fred, the meal is so important. And that is, um, it keeps one healthier and independent in their home. But we're about nourishing lives, that whole life. Um, and that is what Meals on Meals does. It's about um, nutrition, and human connection. And again, like looking at the, the Surgeon General's you know, advisory and what we can do and the power in those simple gestures, those simple things of saying hello, um, how are you doing, answering the phone when someone calls, um, sharing a meal together and volunteering and serving in your community. That's exactly what Meals on Wheels and this partnership with the Home Instead is doing every single day. 
you're feeding the body and you're feeding the soul and spirit too. Exactly. So, um, I've been reading about grocery stores that are suggesting to the checkers to spend more time to acknowledge people by name and just those everyday moments really matter. It might be the only time someone is talking to someone that day. Yes. Gisela, I love the leadership that Homan's dad has. We once gave you all an award because you had a holiday program. I actually went up in the store and I took a tag off a tree and yeah. used that to buy a sweater for an older adult. And that was a community-based solution that yes. Homan's dad had initiated. So tell us more about what Homestead is doing to underwrite volunteers and to shine a spotlight on the wonderful volunteers. Yeah. Absolutely. There. I love Mary that you recognize as one of our programs, um, it's Be a Santa to a Senior. And we've in our 30 years had a rich history of giving back. Again, we know we can't possibly serve everyone and the need is so great, but there are things we can do for everyone and with our leadership position. Um, and, and I think Erica knows better than anyone about 1% of our giving back in America goes to older adults and the need is extraordinary. And again, we see that firsthand. So we've over the years looked at different ways we can partner with community and organizations um, to help people in need, older adults and, and families that are navigating things like dementia and so forth. And so our Be a Santa program is just like that. It's like toys for tots, um, but it's for older adults of the holidays who, to your point, often have no connection with, with anyone, no gifts, no holiday celebration. And we wanted to give back and make sure that everyone is seen and celebrated. And I love what you said about we feed the soul. I think that's what Meals on Wheels has been doing for years and years. And I know we've been doing that in our organization as well. One of our sayings at home instead is relationship before task. Um, yes, we are helping with bathing and we're helping with transportation and we're helping prepare meals and make sure people get to doctor's appointments and make sure people are safe. That is important. That is job one. And we're building relationship and connection. I think that's why we loved so much of what Meals on Wheels is, is doing locally. And then, as I noted, that national um, connection we're making and this power of a knock campaign is so beautiful because it really highlights just that moment where you knock at a door. And so many of us just take that for granted. Some, a lot of us sometimes like, I'm not going to answer the door. You know, it's my Amazon delivery. But for older adults, it's that one personal connection in a day or a week at times. And both of our organizations have seen the transformative power of that knock and that connection. And so with our partnership, Mary, you asked about what we're doing. We are obviously providing funding resources and support financially to Meals on Wheels America as one of their partners, which we're excited about. And with that, we're going to be underwriting several different programs to help amplify our message and the power of a knock campaign over the coming year. And so one of the first things we're doing starting Monday, May 15th, is we're matching donations for the week. So Every donation coming in for a dollar, we're matching for two. We're really excited about that. And then there's some other Volunteer of the Year awards and things that we will be sponsoring as the year unfolds to, again, keep that awareness in this campaign going. We don't want this just to be a moment in time where everybody moves on. We want to keep this front and center. And again, we think the Surgeon General coming out really helps amplify and support that effort to have this ongoing campaign and focus. So that's some of the ways we're, we're supporting um, Meals on Wheels nationally. And then of course, as I noted earlier, we'll be providing those local engagements, volunteering out in the field every week, um, bringing more volunteers to Meals on Wheels locally, donating locally. Our entire franchise network will be behind this, which we're so excited about. And lastly, our care pros, our professionals who are going in the home to deliver and provide our care services 
We've heard over the years as we've talked to our care pros and surveyed them that they want to work for organizations that give back, that do good. And so our care pros are often some of our biggest champions and volunteers for Meals on Wheels, America and other giving back programs. Every day they're doing this hard work of supporting and taking care of older adults. And in their free time, they want to give back in the same way. So it's very moving and um, you'll see it come to life in many different ways over the coming months. And we're, again, so excited to, to uh, partner with, with the organization. That's just terrific that you, your your members, the, the franchise uh, employees are getting involved with their own local Meals on Wheels organizations. Absolutely. It strengthens both of you. It does. It does. Um, again, we've had this very organic um, partnership over the years working in community together. Um, you noted our employees in the fields, our, our franchise owners and their teams, as well as their care pros, will work with the local Meals on Wheels to do a volunteer route every week. Um, at our global headquarters at Home Instead for years, every Tuesday we deliver meals. Um, we have a rotating schedule, all of us, from our CEO on through the organization is out delivering meals. I've delivered them several times. It's it's a really wonderful experience. So that is something that's just been very part authentically of our organization for years. And so this is really stepping into that in a more formalized way. We partnered with the Meals on Wheels team to create resources and support for us to really bring together the local Meals on Wheels program and the local home instead franchises so that they can um, amplify what we're doing nationally and that they're able to build upon the great relationships that they have in the field. And because of the huge footprint that Meals on Wheels has, that local local um, connection across all communities and our very large footprint, there's just this natural overlap where we're able to come together and really amplify our um, impact in the community. So Erica? Yeah, I, I just we're just thrilled. Um, and. I think you can see how aligned our organizations are um, in this mission. And so this organic partnership, as, as Jaisala said, is we're just ready to take it to, to the next level and see what impact we can do together. I think, you know, it's just um, there are so many ways to, to get involved. Um, and that's another um, idea of, of our of our work together and what we're hoping to to gain through the power of a knock is is making sure that we are inviting more um, individuals across this country to take part um, and to witness that transformation that happens between that volunteer and the older adult. It is so much more um, than than a meal and it it has the power to transform lives and we've witnessed it, we've experienced it and we want to share it all across this country. Where can people go for more info, Erica? Yeah, absolutely. So I would uh, recommend that folks go to mealsonwheelsamerica.org. Um, there you can find um, all of these kinds of ways to, to get involved, to take action, uh, to donate, to volunteer, to speak out. Um, and all of that uh, can make such a big difference. Uh, in your own community. And uh, as Gisela said, uh, this campaign is launching, launched this week and next week, there is a really important opportunity uh, to take part. So really I uh, wanna encourage folks to, to donate and, um, and, and thank, thank Home Instead again for uh, their gener generosity and this partnership and looking forward to, to where we can go together. You know, this is our Longevity Deal Talk podcast, and I'm struck by how committed both organizations, all of us, have been to helping older adults stay more connected. The fact that the Surgeon General came out with this announcement, I've been asking some of the investors who are investing in the longevity market, 
how has that changed our point of view? And they think that there's going to be a lot more investment going into this category by both the venture community, the corporate community, and the nonprofit world. So I think what's amazing about this partnership is you move so fast. This was just a week ago that this was announced and you are first to market with the youth <laughs> in this. So congratulations. Thank I'm very you. excited for all of you. Thank you. It's very serendipitous. We've been connecting for a while and the timing was just perfect. Um, I think what you said, Mary, is really powerful in that the Surgeon General has amplified this and we're seeing these very um, cross-sector different leaders. Uh, you know, those of us in the space like Meals on Wheels and Homestead, we've known it for decades, you know, what's going on. But to bring a more expansive, diverse audience of leaders to this is so important. I think one of the things that Erica and Ellie, their CEO, and Seth, our CEO, and all of us have been talking about is through COVID, there was the spotlight shown on the, the plight of older adults. We all were socially isolated. We experienced that firsthand, and that creates that empathy and experience where you want to take action. And we got a lot of momentum through that um, in terms, as I understand, Meals on Wheels with more volunteers and donations. We certainly saw more people coming into home care or using our services. And then to be honest, like many things, it started, it started to die down a bit. Um, you know, the pandemic's over, right? And we've moved on. And so I, we still see the need every day and it's increasing every day. And so the Surgeon General coming out, as you noted, Mary, we think is just really beautiful timing as we're bringing this partnership to, to the world to remind people that the issue is still there. It hasn't gone away just because you may not see it every day. And we still need the power of a knock. We all need to do our part to knock on doors and support older adults like we did during the pandemic. So I'll just respond to that by saying, I think that young people as they are doing the great reshuffle about what brands do they wanna be aligned with, they're looking for a social mission brand. And so I think it's a, it's a great thing on many, many levels. And um, so thank you for being with us, it's wonderful. Mary, we have a good friend who has worked as a volunteer with Meals on Wheels and is also making some news joining us. Ted Fisher is with us from Ageless Innovation. Hi, Ted. Hey, Fred. How are you? Hi, Mary. Hi, Ted. Um, you're going to be connecting the generations in some very exciting ways. So tell us your news. Yeah, so uh, we, we announced back in February uh, a really great new partnership uh, with our friends at Hasbro, uh, our very close old friends at Hasbro. And um, they, they came to us uh, about, I would say about six or nine months ago now, and Said, so listen, we're seeing a you know a significant uptick in the in the use of our games with older adults. Um, we're hearing some feedback that um, you know some of them um, could probably use some modifications and uh, reimagining, if you will, uh, to make them suitable and perfect for uh, for this uh, older adult population. So we entered into an agreement, and we became their first ever licensee focused 100 percent on older adults and their families. And uh, with that, we have access to their entire games portfolio, which I would say that just about every game that you've played, every board game you've played is a Hasbro game. And so um, we're in the process and have uh, just announced the launch of our first three games that have all been reimagined uh, for older adults and their families for a great, you know, peer-to-peer -peer and intergenerational gameplay. Uh, and we just announced that uh, those three games last week. So super excited about it. How soon will you have boxes to show us, Ted? Yeah, well, I, I, Fred, I might be able to give you a sneak peek right now if you're interested. But uh, uh, so our, our first three games, uh, so we have, uh, this is called Trivial Pursuit Generations. And uh, this is, you 
typical trivial pursuit, you get a question in the category like entertainment or sports, and you know, there's multiple sort of questions. It's the same, you know, kind of same gameplay, but you play as either a greatest generation, a millennial, a boomer, you know, you, you choose your the generation that you either identify with or you want to uh, test the, your knowledge of trivia. And then those questions in that category are based on um, your generational selectivity there. So um, it's uh, it's super fun. And so on, you know, one card, uh, I know there's a fitness card that asks a question, of, you know, if you're the greatest generation, the, the question is what you know type of exercise was Jack LaLanne, you know, sort of promoting on his television show back when? And uh, it gives you a calisthenic or weightlifting or whatever and obviously it was calisthenics and some of us remember Jack Lane in his one-piece suit and then if you are a millennial the question you know related to you know the, the dance composer the Latino dance composer who came up with uh, the, the latest fitness you know fad in the in the 2000s which was Zumba uh, is the answer so you know I didn't know the answer to that question but uh, I did know the answer to the Jack Lane question so um, that's a that's a great rendition of that game and then similarly on the generations theme, we have a game of life generations. And there you also play as the greatest generation or a boomer or a Gen Z or a millennial. Uh, and then the, the different, you know, as you know, in, in life, things happen like you lose your job. Um, and so, you know, if you're the greatest generation and you lose your job, you turn the card, it says, you know, you get out there the next day and you find a new job. If you're a millennial, you turn the card. It says you take a year off. You become a into you know a, an influencer on Instagram, and um, so the so the pathways that we have, we poke fun at every generation equally in this game, but um, really really fun, and and you can uh, play as as you like. And again, you don't have to play as your generation, but the decisions that happen along the path of life are sort of very specific to those generations. And then last but not least, my favorite. Um, well, they're all my favorite, but um, we reimagined Scrabble. Um, and so not only did we reimagine the gameplay, so we were, this is a three-in-one game, so we call it Scrabble Bingo. So we invented a game called Scrabble Bingo and a game called Scrabble Pass. But if you want to play the regular version of Scrabble, it's a bigger board. We reimagine the pieces. And so, you know, where the, the small wooden tiles that are sort of a, a tough-to-see combination of colors of brown and black, we have a white background and they're three dimensional, so easy to pick up. And um, just we thought about a lot of things that we heard feedback on that made the gameplay a little bit more difficult for older adults. Um, and so these are fantastic. I'm a, a huge fan of Scrabble Pass. Uh, I played every chance I get now. And, and one of the things that we heard, you know, Scrabble sometimes is, that, you know, it takes a little bit longer to play a full game. And so we invented the two games that uh, we came up with, Pass and, and Bingo, are actually, you know, there's five rounds in the Scrabble Pass game or three rounds. So, you know, 10 or 15 minute game, five minute game if you want to go with the three rounds. So really fun, exciting using um, the games that, you know, uh, most of us and most all generations grew up with, right? These iconic games that everybody knows and loves. And so those are our first three. And then each year over the next number of years, we'll come out with a few more uh, each year. So uh, continuing to, to bring fun and joy and play to older adults and their family. I don't know how many points are in the word amazing, but uh, <laughs> really, really is nothing, nothing trivial about what you're doing, Ted. Thank tell, you. Tell us about the process here in reimagining these games and sort of redesigning them. Yeah. So, you know, as we have with every product that we've launched, uh, we go to the experts, right? We go to the older adults. And so uh, a lot of our, we, we did it nationally through focus groups, but we did it here locally with a number of great partners that we've worked with over time. And um, I, I spoke at actually one of the, it's called St. Elizabeth's Community, which is 
they have about four or five different types of, uh, of uh, senior living here in Rhode Island and, and Massachusetts. And uh, I spoke at their annual meeting last week, and a few of the folks who had been part of our focus groups were, were there as guests uh, at the at the luncheon. Um, and so as I was kind of talking about the gameplay, he goes, I played the Scrabble game. You know, <laughs> he was very proud to say that he, you know, he was part of, you know, the testing on the, the type of pieces that we came up with. And the Trivial Pursuit cards, you know, we heard they're very hard to see uh, for some people because the font is small. So ours are about twice the size of the original Trivial Pursuit card. And so, you know, we, tr we tried to think of all the different things, but really, that thought process involved all of the older adults that we came in contact with. We play these games, we take their feedback, we go back and do an iteration, and we go back and play again. And so um, there's been a lot of playing, as there is here typically, but there's been a lot of playing lately uh, uh, here at Ageless Innovation, and um, we, we involve older adults in that process the, the entire way. And really, thanks to them, I think we've got some winners here. And your tokens are unique for the generations right? yeah yeah so in the game of life you know there's, there's the you know you, you you're in a car and then there's little pieces that you put in the cars you collect you know you get married you have family whatever it might be uh and so our cars are sort of generationally specific so for the, the boomers amongst us um you know there's a, a vw van because you know why wouldn't you want a vw van if you're you know part of that hippie generation too and you know if you're a millennial then it's more of a cool sort of you know wrangler style jeep and then there's uh you know there's sports cars for those that can they wanted to so we you just you know again we we talk to the to folks about you know, what what car do you resonate you know what what when you think about your favorite car what was it was so funny how many people said the VW van was uh, was sort of their favorite of all time. <laughs> we had one of those. <laughs> yeah. Very long too. hair, which we, uh, you know, we yeah. all have long hair in a VW bus. Um, so, and they also, you rewrote the questions. They helped you do all the research, right? Yeah. So, so the process of, Trivia Pursuit is an amazing process. And so you hire question writers, you hire uh, fact checkers, and there's a whole process that you go through. So, so all of the reimagining and the, the redesign, if you will, of of these iconic games was, was done by Ageless Innovation, uh, and has been a great partner. But there's an approval process that we go through where we make you know whatever those those modifications are, and then we go through their approval process to make sure it stays true to the you know to the core of the game. Um, and they've been a fantastic partner. All three of these games have gone through that process already, and. Now we've, you know, they're available for pre-order, but they'll be out um, for consumers in July of, uh, of the summer. Bingo's already in a lot of senior communities. So this is something they understand, the activity directors understand. It's just about getting word out about the product. But I've got nine-year-old twin birthdays this weekend, and I want to have these. So as they get older, as the twins get older, I like to have something we can do with them. And it's perfect yeah. for that. You know. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you know, so there's two things. One of the things that we heard about bingo is the, the, the frustration was that it typically has to be facilitated by somebody else. Uh, so, you know, you need somebody who's spinning the wheel and pulling the things. And then, you know, it's sort of a group activity at a certain time. We sort of took it and put it in the hands of older adults whenever they wanted it. So it's really about the cards have words on them and then they pull tiles. They pass the tiles around and you pull it out. If it matches, you put it on your card. If it doesn't, you put it back in and you just keep going around until someone, you know, has a has one of the words spelled. Um, but I think the, the other piece of um, you were talking about having, you know, the experiences with your with your grandchildren. Um, and maybe your children, but in our uh, Trivial Pursuit game, we uh, we have, I forget how many, maybe 30-ish or 40 cards 
that have prompts on them. And it basically says blanks nickname as a kid was blank. And then you put the answer on the other side. So grandpa's nickname was whatever, Scooter, you know, uh, when he was a kid. And so um, as part of the gameplay, you start to work in, you know, these these memories and these moments or your history or significant dates and those type of things. And so that's a really fun way to do that. And then on each one of our packages, let me see if I can quickly show you this because it's kind of a cool feature, but within all the tops of the boxes, we have this, you know, this game log, right? So it's friends and family game log. So you can write down who'd you play with, what'd you learn? Like, was, was there a little bit significant something, you know, they kind of, and so that's part of the uh, the packaging in all of our, in all of our games. And so really try to promote that intergenerational, you know, uh, connectivity and, you know, the Surgeon General coming out and talking about social isolation and loneliness being one of the biggest challenges that our country is facing you we've all been you know talking about this for a decade right it's not this isn't new to us uh, but thinking about ways to bring people together certainly is uh is is what we're all about you know and your your history with with Hasbro even going with the, talking about the the robotic companion pets which were the root of your of your company right ageless innovation that's right. We we so we we I was a Hasbro employee as was my other two co-founders, uh, and you know I was brought in to lead a new innovation team. And um, you know a year later we launched Joy for All, Hasbro's first ever brand focused on older adults. And so that was a, a really exciting um, you know sort of foundational start for us. So we you know we ran it and grew it for the first three years inside of Hasbro, and it really was at an inflection point where we were starting to grow, we were starting to get a little further from their core and it was getting more difficult internally to navigate all of that. And they, you know, I give a lot of credit to the executive team there. They saw, you know, promise in what we were doing and loved, you know, loved what we were doing and who we were, you know, making products for. It was just harder for them to, you know, so we've gotten more into the healthcare space and it was, that was a sort of a, you know, that was a very difficult sort of transition for them. And so, you know, we did a friendly management spin out back in 2018. And actually, yesterday was our five year anniversary. Uh, so we, we had a big celebration here uh, and uh, popped a little champagne and you know, no, no checkered flags, but certainly want to make sure that we're recognizing the milestone and the amazing team that I have been uh, have the great pleasure and blessing to work with over the last eight years. Yes, I I took a few older adults. Not that I'm young. I mean, I'm 74, but they were in their 90s. Super young. And I was pleased to see the walker squawker on their walkers when we were touring the Legion of Honor Museum. It was kind awesome. of sweet. So, uh, Ted, I've watched this story, and I think it's a testament to your ability to develop and maintain relationships and to leverage. And I think there's been a lot of media this week about this, correct? There has. So we we announced the partnership back in February without announcing which games we would uh, first launch. So the big sort of uh, launch on that was last Thursday. CNN covered the story. Uh, and between the CNN story, uh, the press release was followed a few hours later. And all of the pickup coverage that's happened because of the CNN story, uh, I got a report this morning. So we have 838 million media impressions um, I was sitting at home watching the news from a local Boston station 
on Thursday night. And I just have, because I think I was watching, I don't know if it was a Celtics game. I can't remember what I was watching, but I, I just, you know, the news came on and and there were, our, there was the announcement of our games like, oh, Hasbro and English Innovation are reimagining games for older adults. And I'm like, oh, look at this, you know, having no idea that's going to happen. So we've, we've gotten great coverage and, and we have, we have a fantastic PR partner that we work with actually since the beginning, uh, since our Hasbro days. Uh, LPR, and they are just fantastic partners. We just had a, actually an offsite on Wednesday where we went through uh, the series of events that we have coming up around the game's launch between now and, and the end of the year, and um, really, really, really great coverage, and we, you know, we're thankful. Just terrific, Ted. Congratulations, and, and thank you for the work that you and your team there are doing to really improve lives, and this is really going to fit right in that category. The website is joyforall.com. Look for the new games coming soon. Yeah, pre-order today if you want. Mary, our next guest is a great friend and author and the Chief Wellness Officer Emeritus at the Cleveland Clinic, Dr. Michael Roizen. Hi, Dr. Mike. Hi, Fred. It's a privilege to be here again. Uh, it's great to see you. You did such a wonderful job for us at the Washington Innovation Summit when you captured everyone's attention talking about your new book, The Great Age Reboot, and how 90 can be the new 40. And I want you to know it's made a difference in Fred's life and in my life. And oh, isn't that wonderful? Thank you. Mm -hmm. My greatest joy is I get about 25 thank you letters a week which is really amazing of people who've changed their life um, because of something I've done, which is, you know, I actually read them. Um, <laughs> it's the best thing, you know, it keeps you motivated to keep doing this. So thank you. Well, they're well-deserved, uh, Dr. Mike. And now you're launching something new that we want to share with the Deal Talk audience. It's called the Longevity Playbook. Right. And so um, the Longevity Playbook curates longevity choices so that people know what's appropriate, what's scientifically valid and what isn't and what's personalized to them. So um, it's a website, it's a iPad and it's an app application. Uh, the, the latter two, the website people can look at today. In fact, it's longevityplaybook.com. It'll be uh the the app and the iPad will be available commercially and the full thing will be available commercially uh, June 15th. So we're, we're close. Um, I've gone through the whole thing, but uh, the, the debugging and the uh, getting everything to make sure it works is uh, going to take one more month, they say, so that nothing goes wrong. Well, I want to tell you, I ordered a healthy lunch today. I fasted this morning, but tell us about the new features and what will it do for people? Um, it helps you go through, it tracks your medication, it looks at um, interactions. It is a my choices count so you can check it off. It features the, the five big pillars, um, something for stress management. It goes into uh, 
food choices, portion size, time of eating. It goes into the four components of physical activity that make a difference to how long and well you live, coaches you. Um, it goes into brain health and sleep, and it has associated with it that brain HQ, the, the uh, if you will, the uh, speed of processing games, uh, freeze frame and double decision. And uh, it does, it talks about uh, avoiding unforced errors, but it also has a unique buddy system integrated into it. So you and a buddy uh, can join for the same price, if you will, because we believe buddies are so important at helping people stay and get healthy. Um, and so it, 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 but it has a day by day feature, it tracks. Um, so if you've got a Fitbit or other device, Garmin, it integrates those and lets you track those. Um, and it basically um, helps you stay well, and then it gives you the latest information on supplements and small molecules and where we are in that process and where you are. And then there's a free newsletter twice a week um, that helps people uh, get integrated into the process and helps them join, if you will. So there are a lot of things. Uh, the revenue um, versions, in fact, involve the, uh, the app or the uh, website or the iPad. The iPad was something we didn't have um, and never have had, but we found that people over 60, um, there's a great increase in iPad usage as opposed to a computer usage or as opposed to a phone. Well, my sister follows all your advice too. Today's her birthday. I think I'm going to get her a new iPad. But since we're on Deal Talk, let's talk about fundraising you're doing for this venture. So um, we've raised a first seed round. This is actually the second seed round. Um, we're trying to raise uh, $3 million in this um, which has a lot of increase in marketing. We found uh, what it takes to uh, get a new user and how we can use that. And so um, we believe that uh, when we get that, um, we will be ready for a, a round. Um, we'll be, have enough users. So we have roughly... Uh, I don't know, 25,000 people taking the newsletter now. And we believe we can increase that substantially and convert to uh, the full app and, or website or iPad and be very profitable so that we can do an A round uh, either later this year if the economy stays the same or if the economy worsens early next year and uh, be self-sustaining after that. Um, but the, we've, in this round, we've raised a little more than half of it um, and have a commitment to raise um, almost uh, the rest of it. Um, so we have a little area um, of about uh, 600000 left um, for uh, investors, and uh, we'd love to talk to people. Can you talk about who the investors you have now are? Are they... Uh angels that would rather be private? Um, most of them are angels. Um, all of them are angels. Um, and uh, there, I, I can say there is um, 
there are two big, uh, if you will, groups in there um, that uh, will probably um, be very interested in uh, being in the A round uh, should we hit the uh, metrics we think we will hit. Um, so, um, or we'll take all of it. Um, one of which is a large uh, foreign group, if you will, uh, tied to another aging population in Asia. Um, I don't think I'm, I'm free to divulge names, but uh, um, there are, there are, um, there is uh, backup money for the A round. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, the work that you're doing is certainly uh, of global interest, uh, Dr. Mike. And uh, well, it's interesting to us, there is nothing like this. The Asia group came and said there is nothing like this in Japan or in Hong Kong or in China or in even Korea. And uh, the, uh, the group has a large influence in uh, is, is not shy about uh, saying they have a large influence. And if I told you their name, you would recognize it as a, as a common name that you know would, uh, has enough power to be in the A round. Well, certainly there's a large growing population. I know my book many years ago was very popular in Korea and in Japan. And um, the China market around diabetes is excuse the pun, a huge market, right? And so anything that could help move the needle on that would be really important. There will be global investments. Well, but they're, they're even more important than, than that. I mean, that's obviously key, but um, they have a an aging population and will have a, uh, a problem unless they do get longevity, meaning a worker shortage. Right. And you're seeing that already in Japan and Korea. And uh, the, the great news about longevity is it is really the solution if we do it right. And so uh, that's the goal is to help people um, do it right. Um, this isn't just for the unique um, one half of 1% that can afford anything now. But even for that, I, you know, in my own patients in executive health at the Cleveland Clinic, a large number um, are misdirected uh, before they come to us. So, and uh, not only wasting money and time, especially wasting time, but choosing things that may not be um, beneficial and may in fact be harmful to them. So part of longevity, as you know, um, I'm a science nerd and our scientific advisory board on the company, we have 10 top people. Um, and so the only things that make it into the longevity playbook uh, app and program are things that have uh, solid science. In fact, you know, as you, as you know, I started real age and one of the things I'm most proud about on that is um, in independent analysis by the University of researchers at the University of California, uh, San Diego that we gave our database to, they find it more accurate than anything else at predicting uh, disability and death. That is its receiver operant curves are, are better. That's science term for being more accurate. Um, and uh, the uh, so I'm really proud and nothing's been reversed with that, with the choices. So 
Um, and that's because there were all, there were solid scientific data. So um, this is even this this expands that into the longevity sphere, not just slowing aging, but actually uh, doing what is needed to reverse it. So that's the uh, the the curation that is done. Well, for those of us who aren't lucky enough to uh, be a patient of yours in person. The books that you have and now the longevity playbook uh, are are what we'll have to settle for. And, and they are. Well, it's like having wonderful. It's like having me in your pocket, me and the whole scientific advisory team in your pocket. So um, that's okay, the, what can you that's tell the us goal. about the subscription, uh, Dr. Mike? Um, well, the, the subscription price is um, now one ninety nine for a year. Um, and the first 10 days are free, and then it's $199 for a year. But it is $199 for a year for two people, meaning once someone takes it, they can get a buddy in it because we think buddies are that important. So, in fact, the price is uh, under $10 a month. It's under the subscription, under the cost for the uh, least expensive fitness club we know. Yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, congratulations on the amazing work you're doing. Helping so many people, helping us. Thank you. And yeah, a lot of I, I, I am among them. Uh, the book again is the Great Age Reboot, and there's also the What to Eat When Cookbook, and the website again is longevityplaybook.com. Doctor Mike, thank you for spending time with us. Thank you, Fred, Mary. You're wonderful. So thank you very much for letting me uh, do this and uh, uh, keep. On, I know you're on the app, so keep on it. Um, and uh, June 15th, we will even make it better for you. Mary from Dr. Mike and his longevity playbook to Ted Fisher and his new deal with Hasbro and these great games to the partnership between Home Instead and Honor Company and Meals on Wheels. This has been a jam-packed episode. Well, this is why we created Deal Talk to cover deals like this. And they're all doing such great work and we're so happy they could spend time with us. Um, we've been very busy with the What's Next Longevity Venture Summit, which has really shaping up well at the Claremont Hotel in Berkeley on June 14th and 15th. It's a very important program and we will have lots of research plus many investors and entrepreneurs who are all working in the longevity space, including uh, speakers and guests from the UK. And there will be the $10,000 business plan competition and another great competition with the Age Tech Collaborative from AARP. I just uh, finished uh, seeing the results for the initial phase of that social connection pitch competition and how timely to have a pitch competition uh, right after the Surgeon General's news, right? So we hope to see many of our listeners there. The info is at boomerventuresummit.com. You can get a discount with the code FOM20. That's boomerventuresummit.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Magnolia. Thrive at home with expert support. Find more at joinmagnolia.com. Thank all of you for watching or listening. Tell your friends, and you can always find us at maryfurlong.com slash podcast.